Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about whether or not you should add carbon fiber stiffening insoles to your running shoes. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Lots of running injuries are aggravated by bending of the toes. Plantar plate sprains, sesamoiditis, and Morton's neuroma all get irritated and aggravated when you bend the toes too much while you run. Now, if you have any of those conditions, it may help if you add some stiffness to your running shoes. Now, again, one way to help decrease pain in the big toe joint and the ball of the foot in general is to add a carbon fiber insert to the running shoe. But Believe it or not, there are some right and wrong ways to use the carbon fiber inserts. I recently got a call from a runner in Houston who was using some carbon fiber inserts in his running shoes, and he was having a couple of problems, so he called to ask me some questions. Well, the first question was, should I put the carbon fiber insert on top or underneath the shoe insert that came in the running shoes when I purchased them? All right, don't forget the running shoe insert that comes in your running shoe when you buy it. It's made of this soft foam and it's there to protect you, not just to make you comfortable. If you think about this, when you jump off a diving board and you belly flop onto the water, you land flat and it's an enormous amount of force because you stop suddenly when you hit the water, right? That's not very graceful. But if you jump off a diving board and you land feet first, it's not as much force because you go through the water and it doesn't hurt as much. And there's a similar sort of thing that happens with the carbon fiber inserts and the foam insert that comes in your running shoes. When you take the carbon fiber insert and you put it on top of the foam insert in your running shoe, it's effectively like belly flopping onto the water every time you land when you're running because the carbon fiber is so stiff that it gives you these really high peak forces underneath the pressure points in your foot, like the sesamoid bones, the metatarsal heads, and your heel. And that really does apply a lot of abnormal pressure. The foam in the shoe is supposed to absorb some of that force when you land when you're running. Now, of course, you have the foam underneath the carbon fiber insert if you put the carbon fiber insert on top. And a lot of people argue, well, you know, you have foam under there, so it really doesn't matter that much. But that's the thing. It actually does matter. You do get a little bit of cushioning from the foam, but the carbon fiber doesn't do anything to decrease it under any one specific place. So if you put the foam insert that comes in the running shoe, you you take that out and then you put the carbon fiber insert in the shoe and then you put your foam stock insert in the shoe on top of the carbon fiber insert, it does give you a little bit more cushioning and will decrease some of the peak pressures at those pressure points like the heel, the sesamoid bones, the bones at the ball of the foot like the metatarsal heads. And then it will also decrease the potential trouble for things like sesamoiditis or calcaneal bursitis, where you get irritation of this little fluid-filled sac under the heel, and a bunch of other conditions that I don't really think you care about, so I'm not going to bother naming them here. But they are all problems that you will get from too much pressure in one specific pressure point in your foot when you run. That's all avoidable by just putting the foam insert on top of the carbon fiber insert. 
Now, another thing to think about is that the foam insert, the sort of floppy, flimsy one that comes in the shoe, it is perfectly designed for your shoe, and it cups and it fits in the bottom of the shoe in a way that's really actually pretty precise. And when you put that insert on top of the carbon fiber insert, it really does do a lot to stop all the sliding and skidding around that you're uh, going to do with the carbon fiber insert because it's not really designed to fit specifically in the shoe that you purchased. Now on short runs, it really doesn't matter all that much, but when you're doing long runs or if you do any runs with hills or your foam insert starts or your form starts to fall apart, you will wind up on the carbon fiber sliding forward and kind of bashing your toes into the end of the shoe. And you'll wind up either with blisters or with black and blue toenails and potentially even some lost toenails from beating up your toenails too much. Now, when this particular runner in Houston called, he said that he had been placing the carbon fiber insert, he just you know popped it in the shoe on top of the ex existing stock insert in there, but he felt like he was sliding around a bit on the slippery carbon fiber material while he was running. Well, most people actually do that. Most of the time when I see runners uh, who get these carbon fiber inserts, they have them uh, just sitting in the shoe on top of the stock inserts that came in the shoe. And then, of course, I explain all this stuff to them, and we usually switch it. Now, there's another issue, too. If you put the carbon fiber layer in the shoe, it actually does stiffen the shoe. It spreads the forces out more evenly across the bottom of the shoe, which will, in effect, make the foam in the midsole of the running shoe, the EVA, uh, last longer because it doesn't break down in one specific point as much. So the carbon fiber inserts can actually help you get a little bit more mileage out of your shoes. If you think about this, if you lay down on the bed, it's not really that bad for the mattress because you're laying flat on it and you're spreading out the forces and it's not going to crush any of the foam in the mattress. But if you're jumping up and down on it with high heels on, well, that's a lot of pressure in one spot. And it's going to damage the foam in the mattress and it's going to wear the mattress out sooner. So that's one of the many reasons you don't really want your kids jumping on the bed. Now, the other thing to think about is that in terms of what it will do to your feet as a runner, it's... The carbon fiber is very good at adding more inherent stability to the shoes. It also increases, obviously, the lengthwise stiffness of the shoe. If you're prone to jamming your big toe joint and you have the condition called hallux limitus or hallux rigidus, where you get stiffness in the big toe joint, um, well then, you know, you might want to do something to prevent motion in the big toe joint. If you have a plantar plate sprain or you have some other things where the bending of the toes too much causes trouble, the carbon fiber inserts are fantastic at reducing the amount of bending in the foot because they prevent you from bending as much because the carbon's really stiff and that will help. Now the flip side of that is that when you're used to running in very flexible shoes, your running form may actually change a little bit when you put carbon fiber insoles in your shoes because you then have a stiffer lever and a stiffer platform underneath you you may have to alter your gait a little bit just because you don't move your heel as easily off the ground and you don't bend your toes as easily. So it can uh, adjust your form a little bit and you have to get used to that sometimes. Again, these are not necessarily good things. If you're running with shorter strides, you're not going to do much of that anyway. If you're running as a heel striker, you're more prone to bending the toes more because your foot's actually further behind you when you finally launch and push off and take off again in your next step while you're running. Now, in general, 
for many people with these conditions, um, I think it's a really good idea to add carbon fiber insoles to the running shoes, particularly if you like the shoes. Now, in one sort of rule, if you like the shoes, but the shoes feel like they're too flexible and you're starting to get some kind of overtraining injury or some kind of issues because you feel like the shoes are not stable enough for you, adding a carbon fiber insole to the shoe can actually make it stiff enough that it does really help you and decrease a variety of different problems. Now, yes, it will alter your gait some, so you have to be prepared for that. You just have to see whether or not you like the way it feels. If you have extra flexible, unstable shoes and you add carbon fiber inserts, it will make them a lot more stable. For example, like I've done most of my Ironman races with Saucony Kinvaras, and they're kind of minimalist-like shoes. They're pretty flexible. They're they're very light. Uh, I've done marathons in Kinvaras, and Kinvaras are probably more similar to minimalist running shoes than they are normal running shoes. And they're just they're really too flexible though for my foot type for frequent long runs. Now, in general, I still do long runs in something like a Hoka's or a standard uh, cushioning type running shoe. If you, but you got to see if you really like them, and you have to get used to something like the Kinvara to see if you can switch to them. Now, um, I can tell you that with the Kinvaras in particular, if I'm not feeling good and super fit, I wouldn't run a marathon in Kinvaras or any kind of minimalist lightweight shoes. You have to be in really good shape. You have to feel strong. You have to know that your form is going to stay together. You have to feel good. And you have to know that you're going to be able to keep your form uh, from falling apart during a long race like that in order to run with minimalist type shoes. Again, one simple strategy. One of the things I tell doctors more than anything else is that, look, you know, I basically run in four different types of shoes. I use them for different types of runs, not because I think you need to match that shoe for that run necessarily. Um, but it's just because I, you know, have a short term memory, uh, thing where I just, I don't really want to keep track of all it. So I really make it simple. I do speed work in Newton's. I do long runs in Hoka's. I do long ish runs in the a six gel Nimbus. And I do fast runs in something like the Kinvara. And I try to race in something like the Kinvara, because if I'm racing, then I should be going relatively fast. Now, having said that, for it's kind of like cross-trading for your feet. It sort of spreads out the trouble. It gives you different stressors for different runs with different shoes because the different shoes will load you differently. So different structures will get loaded separately. When it comes to running shoe selection, runners think and seem to want to believe that there's some sort of secret weapon with the Hoka for long runs or some sort of secret weapon for a running shoe specifically for track workouts or whatever. But that's not really it. You just need to spread out the risk. You need to stress different things. There, you know, the overtraining is really just too much stress to one structure that you apply over and over again, and it doesn't really heal before you run again. And if you stress these structures all differently, there's different risk. You have to match the amount of stiffness in the shoe to the surface as well. So if you have running shoes with carbon fiber inserts and you're running in Houston, for example, those shoes might be awesome for Memorial Park. And they might be terrible at Allen Parkway. That's because Memorial Park is mostly a soft, crushed granite and dirt tripe running trail. But Allen Parkway is all asphalt and concrete. So if you had carbon fiber inserts in your shoes, they may feel really good on soft surfaces, but a little bit too stiff on hard paved surfaces. So just experiment to see which combination of stiffness in your shoe and stiffness in the running surface is right for you. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. And listen, if you enjoy this, if it helps you, if it helps you at all, I want to ask you to do a huge favor for me. Please share it with one of your friends. Send it to somebody who's a runner who you think can benefit from the podcast so that they can keep running as well without injury. 
And please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen to your podcasts. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.